I have one thing to say about this movie. And What's your is, one thing? Where's my vodka soda? Baby's thirsty. <laughs> that was disgusting and my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, absolutely agreed. Um, the other thing I wrote down that I will respond to you with <laughs> is... No, the defense is wrong. <laughs> no, the defense is wrong. The other thing I will respond to that response. Uh-huh. Do you need longer than an episode of Chop to have sex? Oh, God. I mean, this this was something else. And this is the podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to... To, to all, all the, the rom-coms we've loved, loved before. before. I'm Christina Archer. I'm Sarah Kelly. And this week, we watched... Fire Island, baby. A movie I had never heard of. <laughs> woot woot, dare I say. Dare I say. And this is a bold statement. Oh. The rom-com of the summer, baby. When did this come out? Technically last summer, but I'm declaring it the rom-com <laughs> of this summer. Because you watched it this year. Yeah. I watched it last year. But I, I think it's good enough to be the rom-com of summer 2023. Uh, sure. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, this was a real complicated watch for me. Mm-hmm. 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 I, so? on, on the one hand, I loved it. I was like, yes, bitches being bitches. We love to yes. see it. We love to see everyone fucking and getting fucked. Yeah. Um, we love it. However... Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I was like, this is so contrived. (laughs) And I was like, why is the acting so bad? (laughs) Here's everything I loved about it. Okay. Hotties. Gays. (laughs) Yeah. Gay hotties. Yeah. One of my favorite Uh, things. Gay hotties being horny on the beach. Oh, amazing. Uh, Asians. So many um, Speedos. And you know what? I respect that. I love just imagining how much time they spent in Speedos during the filming process. I, like I said, nothing but respect for that acting. The acting of that caliber in a Speedo, nothing but respect. I'm and sorry, also, the acting was so bad. Not from, <laughs> not really from Noah, he was fine. Um, yeah. I think everyone else was terrible. Do you feel that way about Howie, our girl, Bo yes, and Yang? Yes, Bo and Yang was so bad. Oh, <gasps> tragico. Literally so bad. Like, could not, like, speak a line without it sounding like he was speaking a line. And I was like, oh, babe. Because he was serving a time. I was just like, a, a girl, I get it. I mean, yes. I'm not the most talented actor in the world. But you I, know what? You are in a movie. So you need to pull it together and do a little bit better. The funny scenes are so funny, but the serious scenes, I hate. And they make me not like this movie. But, you know, the funny scenes are funny. For me, it wasn't even like the funny scenes are funny. It was like the funny lines are funny. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, there were like mm-hmm. two funny scenes. <laughs> the rest was just like, okay, 
<laughs> we're like we're gay and we're having fun <laughs> which again, and we're, we're, we're respect at acting <laughs> These are all clearly stand-up comedians yeah, <laughs> trying yeah. to act. A hundred percent. Like Except for the one actor who is the gay guy from How to Get Away with Murder season one. Uh and Forty Quinn. Oh yeah, that too. Okay, so okay, first of all, Fire Island 2022, gay rom-com. Um featuring one of the gay love interests is the guy who played 40 Quinn in You, season two, I think. I think so. I yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not a big You person. I've watched it. That's yeah. all I have to say about it. <laughs> okay. I mean, who can... I, and Badgley. Badgley? 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 I don't know. I'm going with Badgley. Yeah. He, listen, that white boy can dance. XOXO. And he can, Gossip girl. He could go piss girl. <laughs> yes he can <laughs> okay sarah do you want to give us the informal synopsis yes absolutely here's the deal i only wrote half so the first half is gonna sound pretty good and it's then gonna the sound second contrived half, isn't it <laughs> the second half is gonna be, this is your uh quarter word for the evening your 25 cent word okay contrived. i was trying i was making a joke at myself for saying that earlier but okay <laughs> Oh, no, I just thought it was, like, I think it's good. Honestly, I don't even, I feel like I hear people use that word. So I was, like, nice. Good for like, you. Literally one of the first things that popped into my head when I was watching this. I was just like, huh, why is this so contrived? That, okay, that was your, that was the first word? It was one of my first reactions, yeah. Mm. I, I, think, I think my first one was, like, wow, gays. Well, that was my first reaction. It was I, not, these gays. <laughs> They're trying these to murder me. <laughs> no, mine was these gays, they're horny. So horny. So horny. And they love doing drugs, mm. which I support. You know, it just felt off, like queen. every conversation was so stilted. It just felt like an acting class. Like I said, it's it's clearly a lot of stand-up comedians <laughs> and, trying to act. And a stand-up comedian does not an actor make. I will shout out Bowen Yang, Matt Rogers, the Los Culturistas, who uh, are like, who? This is like the podcast, the podcast Los Culturistas. Uh huh. Ten out of ten podcast. Mm, not as good as our podcast, but it's <laughs> definitely a really good one. But it's Bowen Yang, and it's the person who played Luke, who is which one was Luke? One of the theater friends, but the one with the. Like the white guy with the short hair. The one that, that got the sex tape taken? Yes, okay. the sex tape. Yes. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. get into it. Don't worry, We'll listeners. get into it. Okay, here we go. Five friends. Noah, Howie, Luke, Keegan, and Max. I know that's a lot of names. You'll forget them. I will, too. They <laughs> venture each year to gay holiday paradise Fire Island for a week of being drunk and horny on the beach. This it sounds year, awesome. Noah, Yes, the premise of this. I mean, Fire Island, I'm they like, made it look fun. I want to go. I want to go to the the lesbian side of oh, Fire Island. absolutely. Yeah. That's what's up. 100%. Uh, this year, Noah is dead set on getting his best friend Howie finally laid, which he thinks will bring Howie happiness and fulfillment. <laughs> <laughs> they arrive on the island to their friend slash den mother, played by the one, the only Margaret mm. Cho, Mm-mm-mm. who I love See? Love, love, love. Delicious. Perfect. Perfect role. 
perfect person, played by Aaron, <laughs> where they all learn that she actually needs to sell the house because she's, like, fucking broke, and this is probably their last year, like, at her house on Fire Island. Tragico, but... She basically won this house. She won a huge financial settlement from eating glass at like an Olive Garden. I love it. So that's how she was able to buy this house, which personally, that's how I hope my life goes. I have, I swear to God, Tina, I have in my notes that Aaron is living your your dream life. (laughs) I wrote that down. That's like the second thing I wrote. I said, I think I believe in my heart. Christina would be so fulfilled living this lifestyle. A million percent. <laughs> Just owning a house mm-hmm. on an island where it's only busy during yeah, the summer. Absolutely. And then having five gay men half <sighs> your age. Oh my God, it would be so fun. Love you and need you in a very emotional way. I, I, I'm with you. I'm right there with you. Like, in I'm absolutely there. appreciative way. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, w- I felt a deep kinship with her. Yeah, yeah, I, you see, I know, I felt that, I, I recognize that. <laughs> well, you this. know me, and if there's someone else you know, it's Margaret Cho, so. <laughs> Thank you, true, I'm a fan of both of you. Uh, the group goes to their first event, which is like the tea party. I don't know why it's a tea party, I think it's just called that. The tea dance. The tea dance. To be fair, I do go to a tea dance when I'm in Scotland. I love that. Is it, does everyone on a boat shirtless? We do. It's not like the orgy style tea dance. It's like we go to a recreation center and dance to Scottish tunes. And then um, we stop and have a tea break, have a cup of tea and some biscuits. And then we dance again for a little while. And then we all leave. And it's lovely. Potentially, on paper, that sounds like it could be kind of gay. I think in like 50 years, that's going to be so gay. You know what? We're waiting. We're waiting for that time. <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> uh, they go to the tea party where Howie catches the eye of haughty rich white boy Charlie, who unfortunately has haughty but asshole rich friends like Will, which again, 40 Quinn on you, and then also the hot guy from How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, uh, oh that's Will. Filipino. Mm-hmm. Nothing but respect. Um, we love to see it. Charlie is like, you're a cutie, Howie. So he invites their entire house group to a hot tub party at Charlie's house, which they go to and immediately recognize that their house is like on the beach. It is fancy, fancy, fancy. These are clearly the richest people on the island. Mm-hmm. And so what does... Howie Noah's group do obviously steal all the cheese from their fridge and mm-hmm. all the booze from their cabinet and get absolutely trashed, which good for them. I suggest 100%. that you should do that. Nothing like I said, I think that all the choices they made I feel kinship with. Mm. Um anyways. and what I will say, for a very fancy house, those hot tubs did not look very nice. They looked weird. The layout out the very house brutalist. Was not- very reminded brutalist. me of White Hall at Emory. <laughs> <laughs> it was giving brutalism on the beach. I don't know how brutalism popular that on is. the beach. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how popular that is on Fire Island. But it, listen, go off. Uh, 
And at the house, Noah overhears Will saying some shady shit about how a Noah, Howie and Noah's group, hmm. like, basically, do you really want to be affiliated with these people? Like, right. you know, kind of, yeah, like, these people. Like, he's he's being a bitch. And Noah's like, literally, what the fuck? Who are you? And then, basically, he goes to tell Howie, and at this point, they realize Keegan is so drunk that uh, Keegan has thrown up in a vase and they basically have to leave the party. But they leave Howie behind to kind of talk to Charlie and foster that and fire fuck. They do not fuck. No, uh, next day, don't. unfortunately, Noah gets to Howie and finds out that, they, that Howie did not hook up with Charlie, but they do invite Charlie's group over for dinner and while preparing for this dinner, the group goes to the supermarket where they meet another hottie, Dex, who oh, yeah. also knows Will, but it's like a shady thing, right? Like Will's like sus on Dex and Dex is like, mm, not about you, Will. But Noah sees that there's this tension is like, hmm, drama, everyone come to dinner. Overall, the dinner goes well and clearly Howie and Charlie are like into each other. That's kind of the highlight of the dinner, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the next day, it's the underwear party. And everyone is doing drugs, baby. Mm -hmm. They do a cocktail of pills, ketamine. Very concerning. All sorts of things. Uppers, downers, probiotics, anything. (laughs) And, okay, and this is where I stopped writing it. So we're going to have to wing it from here. At the party, Charlie's ex- is there and they are canoodling and Howie who is MDMA high sees this devastated obviously Will tries to like tell Noah that Dex is like bad news and then Dex and Noah are about Mm. to hook up with each other and Noah and Will have a little moment too Noah and Will have a little moment as well Uh, and then basically Dex tries to hook up with Noah but it does he basically Will comes in, Noah sees Will, he accidentally bumps into Dex's face and then hookup is over. And then at this point, he realizes, Noah realizes that all his friends are fucked up. Uh, and Howie is having a crisis because he saw Charlie, like, going off. They go to another party where they are all equally just so, oh, but on the way to the party, the thing is, Noah kind of, all his friends go to the party kind of without him. And Noah's phone this whole weekend is immediately went into the pool. Has no phone. So Will's like, well, I know where they went. Let me take you. And they go through a rom-com trope, (laughs) pouring rain, trail through the forest to get to this party. Wild. Where they have this big, intense argument. Like they're a couple. Yeah, like it feels so random. It's like, one, where are we? Two, do we even know each other? No. What's going on? It's giving Twilight sense of this is how we are aware of each other. Um, It's giving Bella and Edward. It kind of is a little bit. Because a little bit, like, Will is like, I know everything. I know what's up. And then, or no, sorry, not Will. Noah is like, I know everything. I know what's up. And you're a bitch and fuck you fuck your life 
And Will's like, actually, you don't know everything. And maybe I'm not the bitch. And that's how that argument goes. They Bottom line, they're complex. both bitches. They're both a little bit bitchy to each other. And Will, or sorry, not Will, Noah runs off into the distance dramatically in those Tevas. Oh my god, I love that he's a Tiva guy. He's such a Tiva girly. Um, and that's that ends that he finally gets back with all his friends at the party, where basically Howie is like, I'm about to hook up with this creepy white guy, and <laughs> Noah's like, please don't actually you'll mm-hmm. not be happy and how he's like well you think that happiness is just getting fucked so why shouldn't i and it's th- weird vibes is, yeah it's a weird vibe and it's, it's it's very eerily now that i'm saying it out loud eerily reminiscent of like an early 2000s mm-hmm. young adult film yeah where there's like a sexually liberated friend and a mm-hmm. not sexually liberated friend and yeah, I felt like the plot of this movie was just, like, such a strange, like, premise baked in to all of these just, like, kooky, like, current things. And I'm like, this doesn't feel, I don't know. It just feels, it just felt super, like, contrived. I'm going to say it again. And I mean it. <laughs> it just feels, like, like so not believable, I think. what Like, okay. the basic basic premise of two best friends one's trying to help the other one get laid like no one does that Mm. and like i'm not gonna get so mad at my friend for wanting me to have sex with someone that i'm then gonna go fuck someone that i hate yes like this it all feels very childish it is childish also, they are on a lot of drugs at this point. So that's kind of what true. I attributed that part to. But I hear that. That is, it is, it's just, a, I mean, everyone's acting a little immature. It's all back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, it's the next day. Hallie and Noah are essentially on the outs. And now, all of a sudden, like, it is the 1600s. Will has delivered a letter to Aaron's home <laughs> and he's like, this is for Noah. And Noah's like, a letter? Okay. First of all, could have sent an email. Second of all, whatever. He doesn't so have a phone or a computer. That's true. He doesn't have a computer. It was okay, letter or nothing. Letter or nothing, I guess. <laughs> so he writes this letter and it's so vague and mysterious and it's like, Dex is not who you think he is, but I can't really tell you why. And if I read that shit, I would have been like, girl, what? And then also Will's kind of apologizing for how he acted the other night and whatever, whatever. Noah goes and basically goes out, ventures into the world, sees Will. They... Will is, like, shook to the core because he's like, oh, I thought I'd just give you this letter and we not talk. I don't know what he thought the consequences of that was going to be. But anyway, Noah and Will see each other. Noah confronts him about the letter. He's like, what the fuck is this? Will is like, it's, it is what it is. And also, stop telling me that I'm not fun. You don't know anything about me. <laughs> so immediately, Noah's like, okay. If you want to be fun, go up on this drag show and do the dance competition. (laughs) 
and loved this so part. which he does the dance competition and he is giving it his all that he spends probably about 30 to 45 seconds pretending like he's about to start break dancing and mm-hmm. he does not <laughs> so i do at the end of the day I, it does seem like actually will might be a fun guy uh and then they go on a romantic beach walk where noah's like you're just like a rich guy from the West Coast. And Will's like, actually, I'm a rich guy that works at a nonprofit. No, he doesn't work at a nonprofit. What does he do? He I don't remember. He helps with like labor employment law. <laughs> so supposedly that makes him a better lawyer than any other lawyer. You know, that's that's a good lawyer, I guess. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. But and then he's also like wait, you like to read? And, like, Noah's like, yeah, I like to read. So they read on the beach together because that's something they have in common. It's like a whole, like, (laughs) mini thing is that they both read. And I'm like, oh, joy of joys. It is their personality that they both read. And they don't even just... Gays can't read. Gays can't read. They spend their time at Fire Island getting drunk. All they do is wear Speedos and do drugs. (laughs) Like, what the hell? Like, I I think what it is about this is that it just gives the audience, like, no credit whatsoever. It's like, the audience is, like, as dumb as humanly possible to the writer, uh, to whatever his name is, Joel. Kim The main guy. Yes. Noah. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I do think it's just funny that both of their personalities are like, we're gay, but we read. I know. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay. So after their gay reading session on the beach, Noah <laughs> reunites with his friends where he finds out Luke, played by Matt Rogers, one half of Las Culturistas, the half that's known for doing the Kraft Mac and Cheese ad, if you know, you know. And okay. <laughs> I do not specific. know. You got to listen to this podcast. I think you'd really appreciate it. I will. So he is like, hey, everyone, guess what? I hooked up with Dex. And everyone's like, hot, hot, hot. And then they, then Noah talks to Howie and is like, are you going to be like mad at me forever? And Howie's like, I guess, no. I guess we are going to be friends again. But wait, not before me, Keegan, and Luke all do a cover of, what song is this oh. that's like sometimes i run yeah sometimes, sometimes i hide sometimes i'm scared of you yeah that one that song they do a co- it's and it is an earnest just <laughs> so committed it was the most painful thing i've seen in a while uh, okay the first time i watched this movie i saw that scene and i was like I need to I need to stop. But upon rewatching this scene, I think I have different thoughts about it, but it is clearly I would say all three of these actors giving their all vocally to this moment in a 100% earnest way. Yeah, I believe they're that. giving their all vocally. But yeah. it's not doing the job. It's and it and is you know what? so fucking cringe. I don't really understand why they do it other than It makes no to sense. Say, it is it doesn't fit inside the plot. It's weird. Well, here's my here's my thought. Here's my thought. Okay. 
Bowen Yang did this movie, Fire Island 2022, sings a song. Gets Wicked? Is this his audition for Wicked? Probably, but he's not a good enough singer to be in Wicked. <laughs> this is my problem with Bowen Yang. You're not a good actor. You're not a good singer. Like, you're mid at best. And, like, you're funny. That's, there. there's your talent, buddy. You're a one-talent one kind of guy. You're not, like, a singer-dancer. You're not a triple threat. Bowen so Yang calm is down. so funny. I will give Bowen Yang the humor. He's got funny. He's got funny. Bowen Yang makes me fucking giggle, man. Yeah. I be laughing. But he shouldn't be earnestly singing, sometimes I run. It's horrible. Sometimes I hide. Uh, that was me earnestly singing. Just, you know, <laughs> that was me giving my 100% vocally. Like, uh, I, I just, I can't. If I'm sorry, but like, if a woman had earnestly sung that, it, like that level. Yeah. Like that level of singing prowess. Uh-huh. She never would have gotten it wicked. Uh. Yeah, I think that I think that's a solid assessment, right there. And especially yeah. because in Wicked, the women's stuff is so much more difficult than any male part. I honestly don't even know what he's doing in Wicked. If I'm being real, horrifying. I don't know. I on, also I don't think, think they should Wicked. be making Wicked. I'm I'm upset that they're even making it. <laughs> Well, I don't know all the side fucking characters of Wicked, and sometimes I'll see a TikTok where it's like, they'll say, oh, this guy's going to play in Wicked, okay. and I'm going to be like, is that a prominent role? It's like, is to that- me, this this version of Wicked is mm-hmm. giving, like, the second Avatar, when they're just, like, <laughs> throwing people in there, and they're like, look how, fa- look how many famous people are in this. You're going to watch it, right? How like, is your baby? <laughs> look how many famous people are in this movie. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that. Kate I, I saw gonna Wicked be underwater. on stage. Yeah, and they're going to put Ariana Grande in the air for 10 minutes. It's going to be the longest time an actor has ever been in the air. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. It wasn't, wasn't as long as me in the air as uh, Wicked Witch of the West in eighth grade. <laughs> Wow, that that's pretty impressive. I flew into a scene and did a whole scene in the air. Did they cast you because of your strong jawline? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and I did think they, they say, said, "Wait, she has a mole on her chin." They Let's said, "Give her mm, the wicked witch." She's got a West. mole. She's got an evil witchy voice, and <laughs> and she can't really sing. So we'll just put her in this role. <laughs> and you know what? I was the star. <laughs> You're, I believe that in my heart. First of all, I would love to see clips. Shout, hey, anyone who went to middle school with Christina, if you have at-home VHS, please send Don't. it to me ASAP <laughs> as soon as possible. It will renew my sense to live, first of all. It'll add 10 years to my I life. I hate you. Immediately. Don't send it to Sarah. <laughs> no, it's, I would. Okay, first of all, I would never share it beyond myself. That is just going for my like eyes. That feels like a only. dirty lie. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to show my mom. That's the oh, second thing. Okay, Isa. Isa's yeah. allowed to see it. Honestly, I would who show will, Isa before I would show you. Who will earnestly love it? <laughs> I. She will. A hundred, like a hundred percent, honestly appreciate that. Anyways, let's get back into this. Yeah, we'll movie. finish the synopsis so we can jump into favorite parts, not favorite parts. Yes, absolutely. Okay, the last thing I just said was that they do this very earnest rendition of that song. And then (laughs) after that, 
basically it's the next day and Howie is packing and Noah's like, why are you packing? And Howie's like, I'm never going to find love. I am miserable and I don't know why you keep asking me to fly from San Francisco to come to do this every year. I'm leaving. And Noah's like, okay, respect. But then immediately goes and tells Charlie and is like, you are fucking up. You are making the biggest fucking mistake of your life. How dare you, bitch? And Charlie's like, uh-oh, what do I do? And Charlie <laughs> is like, I wish everyone my- could have seen your face when you did that. It was so good. <laughs> Thank you. And Charlie's ex has Lyme disease. Oh, so Charlie's my God. like, I can't leave my ex. He has Lyme and disease. And his ex is the one who says, where's my vodka soda? Baby's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Reese. <laughs> and you know what? That was the only thing I remember about his character. That's all Lyme he wants to know. Loves a vodka soda. I think that's all he, his only line. Well, there's so many fucking Imagine characters in this Imagine cast movie. and your only line being, where's my vodka soda, baby's thirsty. If I got residuals from that for the rest of my life, I I'd be a happy woman. I think that's a dream role. Yeah. I think like, actually it is. And then the rest, all, the only other things you do are just like dance. <laughs> yeah, and look and hot. wear a slutty little Speedo or something. I love it. it like I said, I respect all the actors who had to probably wear Speedos for days and hours on the set. If anyone wants to cast me in a role where all I have to do is say something slutty and sassy and then yeah. just walk around and be hot, I will yeah. take that role. Yeah. Call my agent, I, Sarah Kelly. I, and I will say, hey, I'm her agent. She'll take it. She'll take that role. Thank and you. And I'll take 10%. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) In a dramatic scene, Will goes to the fairy, sees off... Will and Charlie. Will and... Well, first it's Will. And then they're like, goodbye, Noah. Gets on the ferry. All the friends are like, "Mm, sad. And then Charlie comes running from the distance and is like, oh, did I miss our girl on the boat? And then all... Of how his friends are like, yeah, bitch, like, you are, what were you doing, walking? Like, Mm -hmm. of course. And then. (laughs) What were you doing, walking? (laughs) And Noah is like, you're going to have to do something big and dramatic because he knows these people are rich. And I really love that. I know. I loved that, too. Uh, So they commandeer another boat, basically, and follow the ferry. And Will, Charlie, everyone, they all track down Howie and chase him down. And then there's a great chase scene that involves a boat where Will, then, not Will, Charlie is like, (laughs) Howie, actually, I really like you and not my ex with Lyme disease. Let's (laughs) fuck that guy. Be together. Baby can get his own vodka soda, am I right? Yeah, get your own vodka soda, you Lyme disease haver. And then, no disrespect for people who actually have Lyme disease. I know it's a probably is probably a terrible disease. I I shouldn't make light of it. Um, but that's basically the energy. That's me giving the quote. Basically, you know, um, that's basically what happened in this movie. The uh, vibes were weird. The vibes were weird. And then Howie and Charlie are like, "Yes, we're gonna." I don't know, enjoy this last, I don't know. I have no idea what their future is, but they're like, oh my God, hot, make out. They made out. And then on the other flippity flop, 
Will and Noah are like, like, Will's like, just dance with me in a deep voice. Oh my God, yeah. And then, dance and then me. Noah's like, I actually don't know. What does that mean? And then Will's like, I don't know. Also, I hate monogamy. And oh my then, God, yeah. And that comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay. Well, like, Noah's whole is that- thing is he's like, I love to fuck. I don't love having a boyfriend. I don't want to be committed to anyone because I just want to fuck. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, Will turns out he just wants to fuck as well. Yeah. So turns I love that for them. just want to fuck. I love that for and, them. And then they dance. And they look off into the sunset on Fire Island. And that's the movie. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I think uh-huh. I, I did not, like, I didn't dislike this movie. Like, I mm-hmm. enjoyed watching it. hmm But I will say, I think I'm a hater. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Like, a hater. Because I think I can sit here and be like, I'm like, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, and I think I'm just gonna keep pointing things out that were annoying. Yeah, and eventually I'm gonna be like, oh, I didn't even like it. <laughs> I think <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm convincing myself to be a hater. I think I'm in the ex- I'm in a, a very similar boat, but I think that was this movie good? Technically speaking, no. <laughs> Did I enjoy it? Hundred percent. And I think my mm-hmm. enjoyment of it at this point in time, outweighs mm-hmm. the weird conversations. Mainly, it's it's the conversations that are, like, trying to be serious between Will yeah. and Noah that I'm like, this is the worst, actually. Yeah. And also, this got a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is mind-boggling to me. Like, who mm-hmm. did they pay to get me. that score? Me. I was just on Rotten Tomatoes being like, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> did you? I mean, like, I don't know. I wouldn't have recommended it if I, well, I guess I would have recommended it even if I hated it. Uh, I went into this so blind. Like, I had never uh heard of this movie. Um, Uh I think you said to me once, like, it's Fire Island. It's like a gay rom-com. And I was like, cool. And then I went into it and I, like, sort of saw the description when I pulled it up on Hulu. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this doesn't sound like a rom-com because it was like a sudden change of events jeopardizes their summer in gay paradise. Their bonds as a chosen family are pushed to the limit. And I was and like, that's not that sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, that's not the situation at all. I was like, this all. sounds like a thriller. Ooh. And then I saw a rom-com and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I watched it and I was just like, well, that did nothing. Yeah, I think that there just needs to be like a hundred more movies exactly like this and then we can compare all those mm-hmm. movies you know because it's just like the thing that's so is, true to me it's like this movie is still feels so novel when you compare it to all the other rom-coms because yeah. it's just like oh my god look at all like they said this i think like the first like five minutes where they're like you're not gonna see a straight person for the week i love and that it's true for an hour and 45 minutes you will not see a straight person yeah and honestly i love that about yeah. And I guess, you know, we do have to add to the canon of rom gay rom-coms. Right. So I'm happy to have this as an addition. There's just so I few I just think, still. like, yeah, there are so few. And I just feel like this just, it could have been so much better. Yeah. And that's, I think, why I'm disappointed. Because I'm like, it's 
like this came out in 2022 like you really could have done a better job like it's not like this was 2004 yeah i like i said i just think that every time they tried to like have a serious conversation about like noah's character as a yeah person i'm just like like for this fucking guy will to be like like you think you know everything you don't mm-hmm. is like well like why are you trying to have an argument with a stranger like you if fire island's supposed to be just so open and horny and fun like don't fucking put all your eggs in this basket yeah if like you, this is like the vibe don't argue with the rain away. With this like man. there's another sexy yeah. little thing right down the way exactly so to me that's like i mean if i if, if both of these people are supposedly like nothing can tie me down, then it's like the people I know in real life who are like nothing can tie me yeah. down, nothing actually ties them they down. They act like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what was really confusing is like yeah. the whole time you're just like, okay, well, if if nothing can actually ha- tie you down, like wh- why are you yeah. doing any of the th- – why are you making any of the choices you're making? Yeah. You know? It's like, okay, well, just like make it make sense, man. Yeah. Like don't – don't stop hooking up with Dex because you see Will in the back yeah. room. That, to me, I was just like, okay. Weird. I think they're just trying to allude to the idea that, like, these two characters have, like, chemistry and it's like a mm-hmm. like an enemies to lovers kind of thing. But to me, it's just not true enemy mm-hmm. to true lover, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's not, like, a fully realized arc. No, it's, it's like, more like salty acquaintance. Yes. Yes. It's like like bitchy friend of a friend to yeah, yeah. non-monogamous uh, hookup, I guess. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. And, it's, and then we never even really see them hook up either. We just see them, like, make out and dance. Yeah, which they kind of just, like, they're like, yeah, this is, this is the romance. It's making out and dancing <laughs> on the... And looking at the sunset, which I guess there's a lot of rom-coms that end that way. So, you know. Yeah. And also something about the ending. So there, so after Charlie and um, Howie get together, but yeah. before Will and Noah get together, um, yeah. he says something like, oh, like, I've spent this whole week being so worried about, like, losing the house, blah, blah, blah. It's not about the house. Like, it's about, like, family, like, chosen family, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. like, one, like, sentiment of that is great. But two, I'm like, now your best friend is, like, in with the rich boy. So, like, yeah. of course it's not about the house now. You're going to have someone to stay with next year. Like, <laughs> of course it's not about the house anymore, you bitch. Like, I... Also, okay, I don't know if you felt this way, but I was just like, literally, between him finding out that, for him to say, I spent the whole week worrying about the house, I was like, no, girl, you were spending the whole week worrying about if Howie's, Mm -hmm. like, gonna get laid. That's what you were worrying about the whole time. And about, like, breaking your own arbitrary rule of, like, well, I'm not gonna get laid until you get laid. Yeah. It's, it's just, there's, there's too many characters, first of all. There's just too many. Like, yeah, there are. There's an entire character in the friend group, Max, who his whole thing is basically that he's like a boring guy. Like, which one is this? Is this the, the guy who, who does like, ketamine accidentally? Yeah, and he's like, I don't do drugs. Yeah, but look at my eyes. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just like there's some things that kind of feel like an afterthought, and then it just also has and a then lot like, of plots. The other like 
guy in the house with Will and Charlie who wants to hook mm-hmm. up with Will. Yeah. Like, what is that holding about? Because he, like, yes. pulls he pulls Noah aside and is, like, you know, basically, like, threatening him. And it's, like, don't hook mm-hmm. up with Will. He's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's being super weird and creepy about it. And he kind of right. reminds me of, oh, what's Trey from, like, it's not Soul Cycle, but whatever. Yeah, from Broad City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He kind of reminds Same me vibe. of him. <laughs> Same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a weird I'm just like, there's so much happening here. It's so much. It's literally, it's a lot happening and it feels a little not focused. And also, I just don't even think they needed the whole storyline where they're like, the house is going to sell the house. That never gets resolved. Yeah. Like, okay, make a sequel and then that's the storyline. Yeah. And then it's like the Goonies. And it's like, what's happening with Margaret? Yeah. I don't, yeah. She's just like full loose and fancy free loose in her house. I wish I had more of her because honestly, first of all, never enough Margaret Cho mm-hmm. in a movie. And second of all, if you're going to get banned from a whole part of Fire Island, mysteriously, I need to know. For setting a fire. Yeah. But like, tell me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would love like a, a prequel of yes. her story <gasps> give me yes give me give me early 2000s cherry grove oh i would love nothing that. but lesbians oh that would be Actually, so good i want to see that the, that's the that's the movie that technically i think i want i want to watch yeah. that now yeah like i said i think they just need to like we're finally getting to a point in whatever movies where it's like you know, they literally just made Crazy Rich Asians. Like, they literally yeah. just made Fire Island and Bros and, like, yeah. Happiest Season. And, like, those are th- th- still only, like, that's one rom-com about Asians. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, three rom-coms about gay people. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, they just need to, like, make more of yeah. them. And then we could get to a point where we're, like, yeah, this like, how we feel good, about... This one's bad, whatever. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, how we feel about the true rom-com classics yeah of what, yesteryear what was your favorite part oh favorite part my favorite part is when they first i think is when they first get to the rich people's house and uh-huh. immediately like the group is like throw the wine away and then it hits the, yeah. the, the like yeah. the person and and you know like they get all the liquor from the liquor and cabinet get the cheese. and they look get at the all cheese. this cheese I can use it as a garnish. Like I, I love, love that. Oh, it's like yes, there is- garnish my martini with cheese. Yeah, and then like meanwhile, Howie is just trying to explain like this SNL skit, gaze in space. Yeah, and, like that's to me like that scene is just so funny. I don't yeah. know. I, I love funny. that part of the movie. My favorite scene was the dance hall. <laughs> where they force Will to dance and he's so bad at it and it's I love that I love it but I wish it had gone on longer I thought it was weirdly cut I agree I think it was okay I want to pose this question do you think is it maybe kind of weird that like Will is kind of like a straight guy this whole movie and that's kind of his like vibe i guess and Um, i don't know is that do we feel like it was kind of out of place or like is that the point i think that's the point 
is that okay. he's like not the typical Fire Island guy. Okay. I don't know. And though. the typical Fire Island guy likes the not typical Fire Island guy. Yes. Okay. Why? Okay. What are your thoughts on it? Well, it was just so stiff at a certain point. Like, Will's character is so stiff. Like, when he, like, throws the ice cream away, like, in the yeah. middle of a conversation, I'm like, is this is this person, like, normal? Yeah. Like, is he there something seemed... deeply wrong with this man? Yeah, I thought it w- he was strange. Yeah. Um, and, like, so serious and then, like, just bad at acting. <laughs> no offense, man. Maybe we were having a bad day. I don't know. But, like, some of these scenes were really bad. And I was like, make me believe you a little. <laughs> Give, like, like a, a tiny bit more emotion. I think he, I think he's, I don't know. I just think it's, like, how his character is written. Maybe, yeah, but, but okay, yeah. but he, like, you, you know, you can take something that's written and you can change it. Like, yeah. with the way you act. Yeah. But, like, he was real stiff. Yeah. He's so stiff he doesn't know Marissa Tomai. <laughs> yeah, shocking, horrible. Although I wouldn't have gotten it from that reference. Really? Oh, my God. I thought that was so funny. That was... It was actually, really maybe, funny. Maybe I changed my my mind. Them playing that game is maybe my Will favorite part of the movie. tell the audience about that scene? Basically, they're playing that headbands game where it's like a person or a place and you put it on your forehead and Will has to guess who Marissa Tomai is and Luke and Keegan are like like no the defense is wrong (laughs) like they're just reenacting my cousin Vinny like very well and very specific they're so emotional I love it it's it's like full commitment full Mm -hmm. commitment I love it. What I do love about this group of friends is that they are just very much themselves. Yes. And I yeah. I love that. And I like I like to see that. I like people being silly. I like people just having fun. So I think that's Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Okay, but like what was your least favorite scene? You know it's the scene where they argue in the rain. <laughs> it's so And where stupid. he pushes him with his muddy hand. Yeah, it's so stupid. Stupid and it's, it's so not stupid. hot. No, it's like there's so many scenes I can think of where they argue in the rain, and I'm like, sexy, giving, mm-hmm. yes, and like ninety percent of those scenes too. It's like you don't even have to really understand the point of the scene, but this scene, it was just like they were really trying to hammer home like a bunch of points, mm-hmm. and it felt like it was just like we have to a plot this point. Is, this is all of their like. Yeah. Problems with each other all right now in the yeah. rain. And it was just like. And the rain was okay. so intense and came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was so intense, came out of nowhere. And it was really just trying to give notebook and it really didn't. And I guess you know? that's like, that's why, that's one of the reasons why I feel like this movie treats its audience like dumb fucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm like, what? What? Like, what are you doing with this? Like, you really could have just used a little exposition. (laughs) Like, I don't, it's not, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it was written very, like, and here's point A, and here's one, two, three. Now here's point B, and here's one, two, three. Like, have a little creativity, damn. 
Yeah, and it's it's just a little overkill because the whole time also Noah is giving his point of view as like a voiceover throughout mm-hmm. the oh, whole movie. Oh, hate the voiceover. So it feels so fucking weird that he just like starts having this argument with Will and you're just like, okay, first of all, are these actually your problems? I don't even think Will's assessment of you is correct. And also, I think your assessment of, like, it's just like, I don't know. It just felt really forced. I didn't like it. And also, I didn't think they had enough chemistry in that mm-hmm. scene to make it sexy. They don't really have good chemistry. Yeah. He's too stiff for chemistry. It's, it's not enough enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. And like, you can be an enemy without being stiff. Yes, I agree. But I don't know. I don't think it was pulled off very well. I don't think so either. Okay, well, my least favorite scene <laughs> I did already speak about, but um, it's when Bo and Yang sings. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it so much. It's a weird song choice. It's so weird. Like, it, <laughs> I hate it. He's not a good enough singer for that to be okay to just put in a movie. Don't oh. make me sit there and listen to you sing if you're not good. Oh, wow. I just, I, okay, I hear that. I respect that. Like I said, I think that's him earnestly singing. I think all three of those people. Another reason why he shouldn't sing. (laughs) He's not good enough at it. He was, like, mediocre. I mean, that's good enough for John Cho and the Wicked crew, baby. I'm just saying, like, he's, (laughs) that's embarrassing for Wicked, but also, like, he's not you know, the type of person where, like, you hear them sing and you go, mm, there's that voice. <laughs> you know? You hear him sing and you're like, um, is that? Okay. I guess, oh, yeah, you're still going. All right, it, you mean the, it. Is this, like, part of me so was like, weird. I was like, is he serious? Is this a joke? Because yeah. he wasn't good enough for it to be serious. Yes. I Yeah. Okay, here's my thoughts about that scene. Because the first time I saw it, I was like, so thrown off by it because for karaoke it's one of those situations where there's no karaoke screen so you're like is this a talent show was this a (laughs) pre-planned and like performance it felt very pre-planned the first time i saw it i was like oh is this like it just really confused me and it really threw me off the second time I watched this movie, here's my thoughts now about that scene. I still, It's not my favorite scene. I haven't changed my, like, how I feel about it in that way. But I do think it's supposed to be the, f- like, feel-good moment of this friend group for some reason. Because, like, the power of singing. I don't know. Because the thing is, the song choice still doesn't make sense to me. It do- None of it makes sense. I'm like, maybe they should have given us, like, background of, like, oh, they used to do this in college or something. And so, like, that's why there's a choreographed dance. Yes. Or, like, they did this at their middle school talent show. Yeah, they were like, this is tradition. Okay, the tradition is they do this at Fire Island every year. That's weird. This specific song. Yeah, and also, it was like, this song is more representative of, like, Noah's her, like arc instead of Howie's too so I was like why yeah. is Howie singing this song I don't know that I th- I I think it was just supposed to be like the feel-good moment but yeah. it didn't make me feel good it made me feel and, like confused. the double romance was also weird double romance you know 
Double roommates for how many people were involved? I think that yeah, was, true. like, fine. That's true. There yeah. are a lot of people. Besides all that, do we have any fun facts? Well, for you, my first fun fact is that on the IMDb, like, webpage for this movie, the first featured review is the title, A Bit Tragic, Really? <laughs> Brutal! But I feel like you would appreciate Trage. that. I do. <laughs> a bit tragic, really. A bit tragic, really. Okay, mm. I have so many fun facts. You're going to love it. Oh, boy. One, I already thought this was the case because it was giving this. This is a gay adaptation of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. Ah, uh, because they brought up Pride and Prejudice at the beginning. Yes. But I honestly have never read Pride and Prejudice. So. Uh, you, have you watched the movie? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, first of all, the movie's great. Uh, Mr. Darcy comes I've out of a water fountain sopping wet. And that's what they're trying to give in the argument in the rain moment. They're really just trying to make Will yeah, too they much really Mr. Darcy. Didn't, it didn't land. I don't it think. didn't land. Yeah, and exactly. I've never even seen it. Oh, well. That's, I don't know. I just, I couldn't, I, I get the references, but it's not, it just it's not hitting. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it hit, even a little. <laughs> it wasn't sexy. Sparked a brief controversy over whether this passed the Bechdel test. Uh, I doubt because it. <laughs> There's no women. Uh, Alison Bechdel herself said that, this since this is all about gay men and Asian gay men at that, it should pass. And she what? tweeted, okay, I just added a corollary to the Bechdel test. Two men talking to each other about the female protagonist of an Alison Monroe story in a screenplay structured on a Jane Austen novel equals pass. <laughs> okay, I love that. I really respect that. The other fun fact that I think you're going to really love is that this was originally supposed to be a short series for Quibi. Okay, I don't know what Quibi is. They kept bringing it up. Quibi was like the, um, the, it was this platform that this company was really, really pushing and investing in. And I, it basically was going to be a subscription-based platform, kind of like Netflix. But the idea was you watch all the videos on your phone and they were like short videos, like five to 10 minutes long. But they were like highly produced. What so fuck? Yeah, so no one was interested in that. No one wanted to buy the subscription, obviously. But they had like produced this very high level of content for this platform. Uh -huh. Like, literally, like, Chrissy Teigen had a show. Like, what they were the giving fuck? all these, like, celebrity shows. Yeah, like. That is so weird. It was so weird. And it went Such south. Such a bad idea. Yes. It went south so quickly. It was not successful. That's which hilarious because they did bring it up in the movie. And I was like, what the fuck is Quibi? Like, am I supposed to know what that is? And I just ignored it. Yes, okay, because the, the other fun, because they, they do have the reference where she says, I was an early investor in Quibi, I'm bad yeah. with my money. Yeah, so they're, like, self-aware of it in that way. Um, the other fun fact is, this is my last fun fact, not a ton of fun facts about this movie, uh, that the pantry that Aaron sends them to go buy groceries is a real store. It's called the Pines Pantry, and oh. it in July of twenty. So this is a real place? This is a real place. Uh, it like in July of twenty twenty two, on Fire Island. 
No, where's Fire Island? Oh, where is Fire Island? Good question. Maybe we should have looked this up before the movie, before I started recording. <laughs> uh, I know it's off fairy distance from New York location. Is Fire Island a real place is what I'm Googling. It is, it is. the large center island of the Outer Barrier Islands parallel to the south shore of Long Island in the U.S. state of New York. Okay. That's good to know. I would have loved to know that. It is. A, I knew it was a real place. I know it's a real place where people go on vacation. It's just very like, if you're and from it, New York, you vacation And it there. was really filmed in Fire Island, on Fire Island, Fire Island, which is cool. I love that. Location filming on set. Did anyone date on each this, other? On this, you know, that is not part of the trivia. So God I don't damn it, know. Sarah. That's the one thing I want to know. I'm sorry. I wish I, I wanna did. I want to know I, who fucked who. I, me too. Honestly. Let's ask Dumois. <laughs> I'd love to know the behind the scenes hookups. I know, like like I said, Bo and Yang and Matt Rogers are like best friends from college. They have lost culture together. And then Joel Kim Booster and Bo and Yang are friends like in real life. But hookups that's or i don't know I all righty well if you guys have any information on who fucked who yes. <laughs> in regards to this movie um email us and let us know at romcoms we've loved at gmail.com yeah or if ideally you're also the same person who has tina's middle school footage of her being <laughs> the wicked witch of the west and you also know about behind the scenes hookups on fire island please you know be our researcher and let us know help a girl out yeah Oh, also, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at romcoms we've loved. <laughs> I was like, okay, Sarah, yeah, sure. You can also find us on TikTok at romcoms we've loved. What's Twitter. the other thing we plug? Twitter. Oh, yeah, we're on Twitter technically at to all the romcoms. <laughs> and then you can also find us, as always, on our website at to all the romcoms.com. And thank you for listening. If you made it yeah. this far, shout out you. Love you so much. Hope you're having a big, horny, drunk, gay summer if that's oh what you God. want. Or maybe a boring summer if that's what you want also. I hope you have whatever kind of summer you want to have. Absolutely. We're here to support <laughs> you. 100%. And on that note, <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye.